Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, here with you, just as always, uh, with Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you doing? What up? And joined also by Frank's uh, other half, Willem in Tulsa. <laughs> Willem. Hey. How are you? Good. Okay. How are you, Brian? Good. Willem being the other half is is apparently the best thing in beer right now, so. Oh, Jesus. Wow. That's actually really good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't have any rim shot. I deleted that after week two of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was overplayed. It, nope. Anyway. <laughs> that, was two, that was two of them, Brian. Two uh, of them, right God then. damn, that was rough. Uh, all right, well, we're going to hop right in. Frank, are you drinking anything on that, uh, what looks to be a nice, cool Austin night on your you patio? Know, it is... It, it has cooled off significantly. We just had a thunderstorm come through. Um, it is raining at the moment, not pouring, but the old man is still snoring. Um, Villain, what are you drinking tonight? No, I am huh? drinking. What? Oh, I'm sorry. It's what? Um, so I, I'm not currently drinking a beer. I will okay. be drinking a beer in just a second. Okay. I'm finishing up my uh, Pedialyte, but what I would like to say, okay. Mm-hmm. To anybody who drops off at this point in the cast, because sometimes they're like, oh, this is a shit episode. We're dropping. Holy shit. Um, wow. How do you Jesus. fucking know where people drop off? Christ. This I'm isn't saying, YouTube. I'm, saying, I'm assuming. Okay. I'm assuming sometimes the introduction's ass and they go, oh, fuck it. Okay. We're moving on. Jeez. Radio Lab. <laughs> people aren't going to believe in us if we don't believe in us, guys. Dark <laughs> I believe as fuck. Myself. I just fuck. don't know. Okay. Anyway, what are you going to say before you. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a little promotion. Um, I'm going to, I mean, I've, I've got a little bit of a heavy, heavy sneaker closet at the moment. So, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I think if, if it, let's give it the next two weeks. Okay. We'll run <laughs> now. Let's do it the next month. Okay. For the next month. Um, if you drop us a review on, on, on the old iTunes. Okay. Um, and follow us on the gram. Brian will keep track of this. And that's a review. Uh, that's a review and a write-up. That's not just a star A review rating. and a write-up. So we need proof. We need proof to both. Okay. Send us a message, a message on the gram showing your review. Um, and and uh, the follow on the gram, right? So two pictures. But if you do this, uh, I'll, send you, I'll send you some good sneaks, right? And I'll give you a choice between some Jordan ones because I've got plenty of those <clears throat> or some Air Max ones. Wait, this is um, everybody or just a random winner? No, it'll be a random winner. Okay, all right. I'm just making winner. sure we don't clear that shoe yeah. closet out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. We're not clearing the closet. <laughs> but, uh, and I'll, I'll include, I've got the new uh, uh, Stranger Things uh, Airfly Zooms oh. coming in tomorrow. Fuck. Right. So those will be available too. Those, th- those shits you can cut up and uh, like what a denim you- coating will come out. What do you say to those listeners who left a review before this promotion? Thank you. Thank you so much. Create a new account. Do it again. (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> perfect answer. Yeah, it's the corporate <laughs> answer. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Just telling you, uh, if you do this, so, okay, okay, okay. They are size 10 and a half. <laughs> Very well, specific. That's what I've got. Very specific got, okay? size. So if you're a size 10 and a half, you <laughs> haven't already left a review. Listen, hey, I fit both a 10 and a half and an 11, and an 11 is a very common size. So very common size. 10 and a half so, is pretty damn common. I don't think I can you squeeze should... my fat ass foot into a 10 and a half, but I might have to try just to. Just what size to... do you wear? 11 and a half. Okay, well, see, that's a full size bigger. Yeah, that's that's a big difference. I'm not going to fucking break a toe, do some foot binding exercises, and get down into the air mass ones. I think I think we we need to do some like quarterly thing like this, where maybe next quarter it's uh, Oktoberfest beers or something. You know, like we'll kind of go we'll kind of go through the cycle. But I I want to start a tradition here because. Listen, clearly asking you fucks for a review is not working. Okay. So, yeah, you lazy we're asses. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I always hear that, or like listen to a podcast. And what I have found is there's no place to leave a fucking review unless it's iTunes. And mm-hmm. let me just tell you that's, if you. That's extremely true. If there's you, no like other good source for podcast reviews. If you do not have an iTunes account, you're fucked. Like, there's. You can't even, like, creating one is a pain it's in the ass. True. It's true. But I Listen, will say, when I bought my true. Mac, when I bought Mackie, my MacBook, Mackie, Jesus. Created a, created oh, a, creative. Created, yeah, right? It's pretty sweet. And it's funny because, <laughs> anyway, I have family members with that last name. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, I, first thing I did was I uh, downloaded all the software I needed and then I went and created, you know, I used that iTunes account that it makes you create. And uh, went and left reviews on all my favorite podcasts, <clears throat> including No Beer Left Behind. Anyway. Love that. But, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Have you guys so, left a, a review on No Beer Left Behind? Oh, dude, I leave reviews everywhere except for No Beer Left Behind. Yeah, you should probably do that, though, huh? No, I have. <laughs> well, isn't that odd to review your own podcast? I, well, Not at so all. I just leave the stars. I don't leave a comment. No, leave a comment, too. You okay. got to leave a comment, so, too. Anyways, you know what my comment was? Behind the curtain secret. Um, Frank's so, comment will be just comment. Hey, so, that, that right. helps. Here's here's the other deal on this, right? So, if in the next week we get a good review, we get a couple good reviews, we get submissions to Brian on the Instagram, right? At No Real Leftcast. Yeah, we'll we'll bump we'll bump the reward. Oh, if we don't, we're gonna back it off. So, you know, okay. early action means action. And oh. you might win something much better. So I feel like it's a gambling term that I'm yeah. not aware of. No, but. because I feel like if 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 you know our listeners being that they listen to this podcast procrastinate as much as we do, which is a um, lot. <laughs> yeah. So if after a week we've gotten nothing, maybe you get a fucking I don't know an ESPN Plus subscription for the next two months. <laughs> you get a, oh. and that'll be it. Oh, that's actually <laughs> so, not a bad deal. I mean, that's that's not bad. Deal with it. I'm telling you, the uh, sort of uh, aftermarket value of these sneaks will be anywhere from 150 to 300, depending on what I pick. Hey, oh, having and and I'll do a random drawing. I'll do a random drawing, and whatever happens, happens. We can do Um, we can do a random drawing and post it to the stories on the gram, like we do for beer giveaways. So, what I'm saying is, is get us some reviews. Hell yeah, it helps us out a lot. And I want to say it early because I don't know if everybody makes it to the end. So other than that, you know, dynamite call, Frank. I can't. I can't say 
enough how much I support that. That's a great call. Thank you, Frank. I'm going to give you one of these. Yes. Totally agree. Oh, and all that to you're say, not, you're sorry, sneaks, for doubting, sorry for doubting you, Frank. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course no. they're not my snakes. Okay, we're agreeing with you. Fuck is wrong with you? He's so <laughs> used to people. Be heartbreaking. He's so used to people <laughs> shitting on him, and he's like, yeah, "Fuck you guys." No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so afraid of what gets picked out of that bowl. That's all. The XL oh. bowl, if you will. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, there's a one in ten chance my life will be very disappointed for a while, but we'll see. Okay, well, hey, uh, listeners out there, don't leave Frank disappointed. Leave us tons of reviews that way he can justify, you know, <laughs> dropping two hundred dollar pair of shoes on some random listener. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna guarantee the shipping time. Okay, all the right. Mailbox, okay? Still haven't got my dick pics that I uh, that I won from just try it pod. I'm not bitter or anything. I'm just saying I haven't gotten them yet, or maybe Will I have. These people ever get these shoes? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, hey, wait, shoes. hold on. Over Actually, under that they'll come in faster than our Yeti koozies. Oh, they'll go. They'll yeah. Go okay, but <laughs> yeah, has, no, because they're going uh, to listener. He has going done to something fellow. much faster. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, they are going yeah, to listeners. Yeah. They're not. Okay. You'll, you'll get them by Christmas. We respect sure. the listeners. We just don't respect <laughs> each other. That's what we do. Here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know each I, other. I, I was going to say, I'm well. laughing because it's very, very true. <laughs> 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 we know that we could shit upon one another, and each one of us is going to still you know, show back up next yeah. week. And if Jay's the only one that does this. Oh, Jay, Jay, Jay will create like two new usernames and shit. <laughs> He's Jay's like going to go through with like 30 reviews. <laughs> He's like his iTunes user handle is going to be definitely not Jay. <laughs> probably Jay, potentially Jay. <laughs> Absolutely not Jay. Poten- Jay's girlfriend, Jay. <laughs> potentially Jay sounds like a fucking awesome, like a uh, punk rock band from the nineties and eight and <laughs> It does, doesn't it? Shit. What are you drinking? Guys, we're here tonight, and we're going to rock your face off. We're potentially Jay, and we're going to fucking party. Do you think anybody ever thought potentially Jew was a thing? Yeah, villain, what do you... Yeah, villain, what do you... Potentially what? Don't, don't, no. No, No, potentially Jew. I mean, come on. Okay. What? Where where is this going? Huh? All right. I'm going to get the podium, the racially inappropriate podium out so Frank can apologize after this rant. Go ahead. Lord. I'm not ranting. It sounds like you're <laughs> what I'm to... saying is, is I think that would be hilarious <laughs> for a band. Do you? Right. That, ha- <laughs> that has a significant amount of Jews in it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. <laughs> but uh, think about how hilarious that would be. I don't you think know. modest Yahoo, Ari Shafir. I just scream four about out of five band members are Jews and you're potentially Jew. I don't know. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not insulting the entire no. religion. It's You're not insulting cool. any part of it. Yeah, no, no, no part of it at all. None part it's of it. It's kind of like uh, there. My wife likes this one song that's like this old doo wop song, and it's called Shabbat Shalom, and it's by like this Jewish <laughs> doo wop oh group. Oh my from god! <laughs> it's like it's that's totally, amazing. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom. Look it up on uh, Spotify. Shit, that's awesome. Well, yeah, no, hey, listen, you, you okay. get pull that racial podium back, Brian. 
Okay. Pull it back. I'm but still going to WD. Throw it out the window. I'm going to WD 40 the wheels because I feel like it might be coming back out. I don't want it squeaking. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. Okay. All right. All right. Frank, what are your thoughts on Israel? All right. No. <laughs> Villain, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> on Israel's existence. <laughs> oh, on its existence? Right. Absolutely cool. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, okay. I'm drinking a Mountain Fork. The Rooster Mexican style ale. Okay. And it is out of Beaver. Oklahoma. What is the name of the town again? Is it uh, uh, Beaver's Bend? Yeah, Beaver's Bend. But there? there's also like Hochi Town and all this other shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Hochi Town, Hochi Town, Hochi. I don't know. The, and this beer is good as hell, honestly. Like, uh, I don't think it's very. Yeah, Broken Bow. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, everybody who goes to Broken Bow goes to Beaver's Bend Brewing, Mountain Fork Brewing. And then whatever that distillery is up there. How how like uh, far does Mountain Fork distribute? They get to. Uh, I, I found them in Norman, is where I found them first. But they like, don't, they so don't come to probably Texas. not outside of Oklahoma. Right? No, not yet. They didn't seem like that big. No, but their their stuff that I had from them was really good. I had an IPA and I think a yeah. blonde ale or a red ale, something like that, something simple. Uh, but it was really, yeah, quite surprising good. Their beer is very good, and it's only like seven something for yeah. a six pack. It's yeah, like surprising. Very good beer. I, I, so I bought uh, my Mountain Fork beer the same time I bought the uh, Angry Scotsman beer, and that's what got me on the rant about Oklahoma excise taxes. And then I got to thinking exactly what you said. I was like, "Well, this fucking Mountain Fork beer is cheap, and it's made yeah. in Oklahoma. Goddamn, Angry Scotsman! What are we paying for here?" <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, good beer, good beer. If Why'd you can you like find that? it, you should definitely. Like, I haven't had a bad beer of theirs yet. Did do you have it? Can you get it up there in Tulsa? Yeah, that's and now I can get it cold. I got this cold. Oh shit! Yeah, goddamn <laughs> Oklahoma, twenty first century bitches. Like, <laughs> right? God, we're still like thankful for that. It's still it's wild. Hilarious. We were. I was. I don't remember where the hell I was driving for work, and uh, we stopped off, and I like stopped at a convenience store. And I went in, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's only, like, three doors, like, three cooler doors here. And yeah. I look, I'm like, they don't have beer? What the shit is that? And they're like, yep, Dry County. Like, Those oh, fucking exist? What is this shit? <laughs> That's goodness. fucking nonsense. What year is this? Yeah. Who's president right now? Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, That's one of those statistics, though, right, where, like, 50 years from now, people are going to be like, holy shit, they, their dry counties existed up until 2019. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's fucking insane. Like 2060 well, that's like the other day when we found out Mexico, or not Mexico, hmm? Mississippi just banned uh, lynchings like two years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah, they called exactly. it, they called it hangings, okay? And oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. They needed specific language to yeah, be added. No, to hey, me. hey, we ain't lynched nobody in a long time, but we hanged. Hanged perpetrators of yeah, them lynches. activities. I feel like the people who Colorado who hung people who hung people, they say hanged did. Hung. No, hanged they say they did. say hung people. We hung them. No, we we, we hung the proper the proper past tense of hanging is hanged. Hang, you hang people, you hung a picture. No. Yes. Well, yeah, but Thank you hang you. people and the person was hanged. Yeah, that's what I mean. The past the past Past. You know, but the past participle of hang should be hung. I don't. Uh, I don't no, agree no, with that. You, you, you hang an object. Dick. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, no, but you also, I hung that picture versus I hanged you know, that No, but that's, that's a societal is, norm. I just don't agree with it. English fucking sucks. What do you Forest mean? language on earth. I like you guys just decide. You're like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to have hanged right. and hung. We don't on a soapbox about... Oh, Frank's been on a soapbox about anything uh, American and non-Jewish for a while now, we've heard. He hasn't. I'm kidding. He hasn't been anti-Semitic at all. Anyway. You watch uh, out with that un-Americanness during these patriotic times. Yeah, <laughs> goddammit. America first, you some bitch. Brian, you very well know that I'm a naturalized citizen, so I cannot believe that you're doxing me right now. No, you're the probably the person. I'm keeping an eye on you closest. You know, you've been indoctrinated oh. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right. No, sounds good. Sounds good. Apparently, I'll be the next one kicked out because green card holders already aren't allowed to be here. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, Just... you're not using up all your social services, are you, with your house that you paid for and your job that pays better than, like, 90% of the people yelling at you? And uh... <laughs> it's not, Brian, it's not about that. Oh, it's not about that? Yeah. No. Okay. Not yet, at least. I no. mean, you know. <laughs> Oh, fucking A. Okay, well, can I tell you what I'm drinking, gentlemen? It's kind of a special one. Yes, please do. Okay, so I literally knocked some dust off this bottle tonight to enjoy this. Um, it has been a very hectic and chaotic-ass week at work. Um, I'm V-glad that uh, it's almost done, because Friday is essentially a uh, it's a team-building exercise day, so you know how that goes. Um, Villem, if you're going to type on your shitty mechanical Sorry, so- keyboard... <laughs> Uh, I know, dude. This is membrane. It hurts my fingers. Oh, it's membrane. Um. Anyway, so I knocked off the dust off of a uh, 2015 Boulevard Rye on Rye. So, to put some perspective on this, this is a. uh, I don't know. I'm gonna call it a rye wine, similar to a barley wine, but made with a rye malted rye. Uh, aged in rye whiskey barrels. So, obviously, rye on rye. Uh, this is, like I said, from 2015. This felt monster comes in at 12%. All 750 milliliters of it. Jesus. And I'm uh, sipping it through the old new Teku glass that I got, which, if you ain't seen one of these, you're missing out because it's dainty and cute as fuck. Wait, hold on. Can you hold it up again? Yeah. Sorry. I will I'm- say the... Uh, the, the the beer is a little long in the tooth. I'm going to say probably about a year past its prime. Is it uh, is it super uh, sweet? Um, it's the perceived sweetness on this. I had it when it was fresh, and I've had it a few times since 2015. Um, it, it was pretty sweet. It was alcohol sweet at the time. Now the alcohol sweetness has kind of died down and mellowed out, but now what I'm getting is cardboard, like wet cardboard, so it's definitely oxidized. And I've never had this, but it's a very unique flavor. But it's, uh, I forget what the hell the actual name is. But uh, when you cork and cage a beer and you don't cap it, you know, cork is is, uh, breathable. You get some weird flavors from that. That in darker beers come across as like, uh, I don't know. It it is a very unique flavor uh, that comes from this. And I'm, I'm identifying it. I just don't know. Uh, what what word. what word I'm what word I'm looking for? But it tastes like wet. <laughs> I know wet wet liquid sounds ridiculous, but it has like an extra like. Uh, Is it kind of like a, a corked wine? 
a little bit? Yes and no, because wine has that nice built-in acidity to it that offsets that uh, that that weirdness, um, that wetness. Uh, for uh, again, lack of a better term. Um, whereas beer doesn't have that, and the carbonation in this is still actually pretty good. I mean, you can see I've got a little head here, and I can bah, 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 try to kick That's it what up. You said. Uh, that's, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that, Michael Scott. Really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> apparently it's like pouring down rain at Frank's house right now. <laughs> no, he's running his fan. No, 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 it is pouring. Sorry. I'm, oh, that's why I'm going on mute. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, I could hear it cutting in and out. I'm like, that's that's no fan, my friend. That uh, is, isn't the, uh, the rain the best right now? It is, uh, except for this morning. I will say, uh, a little, little grinds my gears. It took me an Hold hour. Hold on, it's our first rain in three months. This is like... Uh, you got it's rain at the beginning of at the end of June. No, we didn't. Oh, we we got no significant rain. This is the first like true rain. Everything else just evaporated it, uh, as, like as above, soon as it hit the ground above Buda. No, no, it just it, it went away. I don't know, but this is great. We need this. My fucking water bill needs this. So we got rain this morning. We had a full on thunderstorm at about three o'clock from three o'clock till about eight this morning. And uh, it was great, except it took me an hour and fifty minutes to get to work today. And uh, damn, that I sucks. yeah, I was none too pleased. But fuck that, dude. Like I, I kept thinking, like, oh, my water bill is gonna be good. And then I was like, well, no, Brian, you've done a really good job of maintaining your yard and and making sure it could survive and thrive on very little water, because that's what you've done for the last three years is trained for this. You've trained your yard for this. Uh, so my water bill has not been over a hundred dollars all summer. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah! You've trained for this. Yeah, my, I have. And and I'll be honest, like my yard has been fine, but the spots where the dogs are running, yeah, that's that's where I've got a bit of like a a, a die off problem. Yeah. So I water that by hand, and I also, I mean, Brian knows we have a lot of plants in this house. Y'all should so, do those uh, those arid landscape type of deals that they do. No, like because that's bad. It's, it's bad. it's for bad for the paws. Yeah, and it's also not good oh. for your. It's also not good for your surrounding uh, water runoff, because every uh, time that that water hits those rocks, like the ground around Frank's house is not set up to absorb that amount of water. It's set up to yeah. absorb the amount of water that can run off from Frank's yard. So like, what? So the grass is there to absorb water? Grass and no. dirt. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, but not necessarily. Because, because if you have just arid rock on there, like not only is that shit evaporating really quickly, but it's not evaporating quickly enough to offset the shit that's just running off his yard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so, I mean, if it, we're gonna extend the patio out, it's gonna be like we're gonna have. A larger patio than we have now, but um, humble brag. The humble brag. <laughs> it's not a humble brag. It's the fact that I hate fucking I'm mowing kidding. this lawn. I am kidding, Frank. I really miss seeing you aerating the fucking backyard. <laughs> God damn it! So oh, at some, no, I had the aeration phone. <laughs> at some point, what we're going to be dealing with here is less lawn to water, which is going to be great, but. In, in at this point in the summer, everybody's just you're watering for the lawn to not die off, so you have to resod right. or figure something out, right? Um, so that's all I've been doing, and my bill's been consistent, but my bill's not a hundred bucks, and I think it's mainly because of the plants. Um, the combination of the plants and the lawn, did kind of, you know, it's a lot of water, but 
Um, I, I haven't gotten any surprises like last summer. Last summer, I got a water bill that was $450. Yeah, last summer, I, I didn't hit that one, but mine was 325 I think, one yeah. month. And that That's was when your sprinkler com- controller goes crazy. Well, that w- well, it was because we were on water rations, and I had a leaky toilet that I didn't know about. Oh, yeah, that'll happen, too. Um, I just had like a toilet that just could would continue to run all day like while I wasn't home. Uh, that combined with my two hundred and forty dollar electric bill that month, I was oh really fucking pissed. <laughs> I was yeah, I could imagine. Pleased. Oh, no, yeah, I, you know, but that's part of home home ownership. No one tells you about. So yeah. definitely figure out what your sweet spot is for bills. Yep, and then manage your life around it. And <laughs> understandably, you don't need two people in the house. So if your wife is doing the the yard work or whatever, you know, I don't know. It's, probably some households out there where that happens. Or if you're the guy doing the yard work, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, just manage your yard work around that. Right. Cause if you're going to be spending a lot of money on water, maybe turn that air conditioner up like two or three degrees. You know? Right. Like, Enjoy yourself just a yeah. little bit to offset the, the hard just, work. Just you're offset doing. it because it, it, at one point in time you will get shocked. Make sure you also get one of those rain-controlled yep. uh, sprinkler Sprinklers. controllers. Yeah. yeah, don't fuck around with anything else. And then also set that shit to manual when you're in a drought. That's don't what... don't let don't let that sprinkler controller go. I need this green yard <laughs> yeah, because no. it'll keep watering. You'll have a goddamn rainforest. I yeah. I found the best way for me is to do like individual. I think we talked about it. Is do individual zones. My zones mm-hmm. that I know are fucking are uh, water thirsty. I'll hit those once a week, and I'll do manual, and then it suggests ten minutes, and I say no, fuck you, bring that bitch down to six minutes per zone, and then water the three main zones in my yard, and then I'm done. But enough, enough homeowner talk. Well, I mean, I I do that sometimes. I run my sprinklers maybe once every two weeks, because most of my yard, Saint Augustine is really thick, right, and and it doesn't evaporate quickly. You get that nice broadleaf. Hold so on. can we so, get Hank Hill on the line here? I got some. God questions. damn it, Frank! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me two seconds, okay? Kentucky Blue's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky Blue is for fucking losers. The secret to some watering, right? Yeah, is when you see a brown patch, just water that by hand. Yeah. Don't 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 run the sprinkler. You'll fucking just water drown that bitch by hand. Else. Yeah. No. Yeah, you'll soak it nicely. It'll that piece of soil will get enough. It'll reseed whatever, and and it'll come out green. I promise. Villain, the thing you don't know about Kentucky Blue is it is far far inferior to a hardier grass like Georgia. And uh... oh, I think I, I I could be entirely wrong. Hank Hill could completely <laughs> hate Kentucky Blue. I, I don't, don't know. It is really funny. I uh, I run a fescue Bermuda hybrid in the front yard. I need something a little hardier like fescue, but something <laughs> that'll take hold like Bermuda and choke out the weeds. So that's what I do in the front yard. <laughs> I Bermuda do. has this ability to die off when it gets hot. Uh, Yeah, and it's a real kick in the dick because I have <laughs> a part of my backyard. It doesn't get covered up by my house quick enough before the sun gets real hot. Yeah. And you can, I'll take a picture of it tomorrow. You can clearly see what part I'm talking about. It's like a fucking yeah. line in the backyard. You're like, oh, yeah, where, one- where I keep, where I keep watering in the front yard is where my, uh, windows oh, <laughs> just burn the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I didn't realize I accidentally put down a bunch of weed and feed on accident in one spot of yeah, my yard. Going. 
Oh my Christ! I burnt the shit out of my yard last year, and it was right in front of the bathroom window because it faces oh, the south and it just reflects. And it was like goddamn ants under a magnifying glass under the sun, <laughs> just a burnt spot between me and my neighbor's house. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough house talk. Home talk. All home, right. Home improvement with Brian and Frank. Yeah. We'll be back hey, next week. Beer count. Let's do a transition here. Yeah, of some kind. Beer count's fine. Okay, I'll do this. So we'll play it out. Hear ye, hear ye, it's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. <sighs> so classy. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll kick it. Okay, I'm drinking a 12% beer, uh, so I'm on the one still. Um, nice. I have to function tomorrow. Speech is beginning to slur. Yeah, toes are going numb. <laughs> Left arm's asleep. Normal. Oh god! <laughs> Normal, nothing extraordinary. What are y'all up to? Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'm just because I was kind of at the end of that beer. Uh, I'm on my second beer now. It is called uh, Hop or the Tropical Double IPA. Is Hop Rising the brewery? No, Squatters Craft Beer. Jesus Christ! Sorry. <laughs> the name of the beer is Hop Rising Tropical Double. IPA. Okay. Squatters the is based. Is squatters. Nice. Where are they from? What did you say about Squatters, Brian? I was going to take a guess on where they're from, then I realized that I was thinking of Uinta. Where uh, Squatters Salt Lake based? City, Utah. God damn it. I knew it was Utah. Fuck me. Oh, my All God. Right. Sorry. You know what? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's 9% alcohol, so it's up higher. They have a beer that I think of uh, sometimes. It's called Hop Nosh. Okay. And I think of how much Mrs. Brian hates the word. We're going to go, like, hates the phrase. We're going to go Nosh real quick. Oh, gosh. She oh, fucking hates it. Anyway. What does Nosh I mean? I feel that. Nosh is just like, it's like a lazy lazy boy slang for uh, getting something to eat. Chowing oh, down. Oh, no. Sorry. What the fuck? Okay. That's lazy boy in the word itself. Nash, we're gonna go nosh on some nash nachos. On yeah, nosh yeah. on some wow. nosh yeah. on some apps. If you ever say that in front of me, you might need to get yourself a death certificate before. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on. Jesus. Moment of death to be filled out by me saying nosh. I got this. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> peak. You it's ready. Frank the motherfucking tank. Oh Here my god! On no <laughs> bit left behind. There, there are times when people, deserve, <laughs> when people deserve to be called out. <laughs> and Frank's here to do that for you. Fucking notch. Are you kidding me right now? Let's go fucking wank it. What do you mean? What? No, I didn't mean jack off. I didn't mean jack off. What I meant was let's go mow the yard. Let's mow the yard. Let's wank the yard. I just wanted to mention one thing about this beer before we're done. Uh, I found it interesting that it's called Squatters Craft Beers. It yeah, it's a little bit abrasive in it. Why didn't they go brewery? Like I don't know. It, I, it just was weird. There's no telling. There may have been a Squatters something else when they opened. I I think it's I, I do find it a little weird when people name their shit like uh, there's Community Brewing Company, or, yeah, exactly. or Community Beer Company here in Dallas. I'm like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that's mean, odd too. My home Same brewery's got a, a different name, but it's a fucking home brewery, and I'm seems right. a bit lazy. <laughs> anyway, 
Sorry, I, I didn't mean to like no. derail. No, 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 you did. You derail. Did. It's you, fine. You totally derailed the podcast. You do That's you, though. Oh, it's all Let's about you tonight. Over. It's all about you tonight, Willem. You yeah. tell us more. <laughs> Y'all uh, remember about the sneaker giveaway. Um, I'm out. Okay, shut oh, up. No? What oh, are you shit. drinking? <laughs> 50 people just like left. <laughs> all of our listeners. Uh, yeah, so I, Brian, what are you drinking, Frank? <laughs> big lead up. There's a big lead up because, so I, I bought some uh, Wild Turkey 101. Mm. And okay, it's it's good. Yeah. But it's not good raw, dude. Oh, straight? Yeah. Yeah, put it, pour it over some ice, bro. Yeah, I, I need to try that. So, I, so. So how do you drink? I don't, I don't think any whiskey is good. Just like, Oh, my friend. Settle. Bourbon with water is very good. Settle, settle, no, I'm settle. Saying with water. I, I like, or yeah, like with villain. ice, but I don't know. Just like straight whiskey that I like. Villain, 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 villain. What? No, bur- bourbon's great. They, you know what? Drink your whiskey the way well, you actually, like to drink it. You know way. what? Scotch is better. I like scotch more than bourbon. You and know I like I'm, rum more than bourbon. You know what I'm realizing? I do drink scotch with, oh, I even like a little ice in that. I mean, you know what I'm noticing? I, I feel like whiskey is more seasonal than beer to me, even because I'll drink a good, a good uh, stout or like barrel aged stout in the middle of the summertime just as a nice, like, kick in the pants. Right. Uh, but like whiskey, like, I don't really like scotch in the summertime. I love me some scotch in the wintertime, though. Yeah, I, I get that. that. I get but that like too. summer, summer bourbon. I fucking ah, no. I can't. Fucking you rum. can't beat it. I, so you know what? The, so the other night I had right, rum. Rum is yeah. Rum is not whiskey. It is not whiskey. I had rum what over some ice the other night. Watched some John Oliver. Really got mm. to know myself nice. as I sip my Santa Teresa. Mm. It's so fucking good. But so I will Brian, say, Brian. Yeah. Okay, here's God honest question here. The uh, the the. the I'm not uh I said uh oh. I didn't say uh it did sound like you said uh <laughs> so with the with the with the Santa Teresa comparison to bourbon, uh-huh. right? Um does it first off, let me ask you indiscriminate, what's your opinion, the comparison there? Because I feel like they're pretty similar. Okay, so here's what I'll say. The flavors that come out of bourbon are way more approachable for me. Mm. Um, the flavors that come out of Santa Teresa are really good, but I feel I, I describe them as raw. They're raw flavors. In other words, like there is a more potent presence of alcohol, even though there may be a lower ABV in Santa Teresa that uh, needs to be offset with ice and water. Absolutely. And rum always but, has to be ice and water. But Sorry. I will say once that, once that hits that point of the right mixture of ice and it, you know, diluting down a little bit, it's fantastic. There is something different about it. There's something that's like uh, more, I don't know the vegetal is the right word, but that's kind of the flavors that I get off of uh, Santa Teresa versus say any of the bourbons that I drink, which are like Weller, Eagle Rare, and then all of the, <laughs> All of the goddamn Iron Root Republic stuff that I've been buying lately. Um, yeah. Those those flavors are more like cherry, cinnamon, vanilla, even some nutmeg in the Iron Root Republic stuff. It's fucking wild. But what's weird, what's even more wild is like that stuff clocks in at like, I think I have one at 117 proof, 
Oh my god! It drinks easier to me than Santa Teresa on the rocks. No, sure. So, so um, that's why I say like those raw flavors is what. Yeah, trigger. So, so rum on the rocks because of the nature of the rum making process. Um, rum has a lot of ethanol-y flavors. I guess you could put it. Um, it's what in the beer world's described as alcohol burn. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, you'll never get that out of rum. It's, it's the way that they make it. It's, it's similar to tequila, you know, like when they're producing tequila and they're steaming off a lot of the, the water. Um, it also does with the remaining alcohol, it caramelizes some of it and it, it, it burns it essentially. Um, not, not, not in a real burn way, but it adds like, because of the heat of, of the boil point, it does add flavors to tequila. I think what you're describing comes from the fermentation process, not necessarily during the distillation process. Because distillation, you're going to remove a lot of any flavoring, including the, the burning, fla- the burnt flavors are coming out in the tails and they're not typically used. Yeah, but, but you, okay. So the burn that you're talking about, you're, I think you described it correctly in the ethanol. I think where, where that comes from is early on in the process, and then it just never really goes away through distillation. That's what I'm trying to say. So, so early when, on in the process, meaning like during the actual fermentation of of uh, yeast added to brown sugar in this case, or the sugar cane in this case. Sure, but the sugar cane is also a lot of the times toasted. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not it's not always just like we took they heat up the sugar cane to get the the liquid out of it right right, right. And, and I think that process adds something to it that is not necessarily good but is always present. Yeah. So I have very very expensive rums that I cannot drink raw, like on the rocks can't do it. Yeah. Um. But if you add, and it's not, we're not talking about a ratio of like half and half. No. We're talking about, you take a squirt of water. It's like five milliliters. And most people, most, if if you put it in the freezer, you don't need to add ice cubes, but literally like a couple mils of water, will will just cut that. And it'll give you that true flavor. And it's scotch. People recommend the same thing because of the peat. The peat process, not when they, necessarily peat. Not all, not all scotches have peat, but all scotches are are asked to give the old twenty five percent ratio. Yeah, um, but you yes, always want to add a little water. It, wait, you guys are moving too fast. Twenty five percent ratio, water to, to water to scotch. So one to four, four parts scotch, one part water. Yeah, and it, it's similar to rum because five milliliters to twenty milliliters, like twenty mil is what four ounces. Twenty mils. Doesn't matter what's yeah. the ratio. Doesn't matter whether yeah, one it's, it's all it's scalable. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm I'm talking about on my fridge. I go, and um, it's about four ounces of water. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted yeah. to clarify. Uh, most adults uh, refer to that as a drop rather than a squirt of water. Um, squirt is gross. I don't know why. <laughs> I like to say thimble. A thimble. I like this. water. Okay, fair enough. I'm just saying a, a fractional <laughs> deluge of water. That was good. I'm sorry. Uh, but you're right, Frank. There is something like 
I, all that to say is I was using those words to describe the Santa Teresa not in a negative way, but just in a comparison to bourbon. I liked I like Santa Teresa. I'm glad that you turned me on to it. I wish the, the cork hadn't been rotten when I got it, but mm. I think that has a lot more to do it's with they are using natural cork, and that shit happens from time Wait, to time. Really, though? like in, Even in the wax seal, it was rotten. Yeah, wax doesn't seal air, dude. Wax oh, is on, just though. there for that fucking pretty. That in Dallas, then. That's fucked up. Oh, dude. It, okay, so I went to Norman, and I don't know if y'all know this, but there's a, there's a liquor store in Norman called The Cellar. And they are, they are yeah. the shit. Um, they have Santa Teresa rum sitting there for, dude, they have it marked way the hell up. It's like $45 a bottle in Ooh. the cellar Norman. And there's like, <clears throat> to me, if something's sitting there for $45 that I can find down here for 35 Yeah, like, 35 36 They're marking it up because it's moving. But down here in Dallas, dude, it is not moving at all. Nice. I can go into any total in Dallas and find Santa Teresa for $35, $36 a bottle. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Like it's honestly for its price. There is not a rum Op. or a scotch that can compete. I will it. say the Baku that you bought me, the, I think it was 15 year Baku or 18 year Baku. Uh, whatever the hell is. That yeah, I do because it's on sale down here at Goody Goody, which is the highest price liquor store in DFW. Okay. And their shit has it at $25 a bottle. And it's no. fucking great. Yeah, dude. Baku is no, goddamn dude, cheap and good. That shit, it was $38. It might have been, but here's the deal. It's cheap down here. It's also cheap up in Oklahoma. And that shit is a sleeper room. The highest, whatever the highest age statement Baku that you can get, get it because it'll be less than 30 bucks. Most yeah, places. I mean, fuck, if it's less than 30, then I need to adjust my price. Shit, yeah, yeah dude. That, you, that good. Go check it out, man. I uh, The bottle that you bought me for my birthday okay. a couple years ago, that shit is actually what got, like, it, it changed my mind on spirits in general. And then later that year is when I went full into whiskey. But mainly rum, though. Like, Brian had this very negative connotation <clears throat> of rum. I did, because a- all I'd had was Bacardi Silver for the, like, yeah. that was the most expensive rum that I'd ever bought. And like it's still you, you explore the rest of them on your own, but yeah, I, that Baku was fucking. I it, showed man. you rum was very good. I'm not going to take credit well, for that. As your brother, I would Baku. really like it if you did the same for me. Willem, <laughs> 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 I have introduced you to so many rums. That's not even true. <laughs> like little brother is screaming <laughs> for attention <laughs> here. Yeah, I'm just with you. So Holy many rums. Fuck. Yeah, but when you come down, I found uh, that Specs has bought the entire stock of Optimus Rum. Oh, okay. Uh, for the whole state of Texas. And if I were to rate the most worth it rum that everybody needs to try if you want to splurge, and by splurge, I'm not talking 30 bucks, I'm talking 85 to 110. Oh, Christ on a pony. Okay. okay. Um, if and you're going to pay that for rum, you better damn well know what the fuck you're buying. Yeah, no and that's shit. what I'm trying to say. Is, is there is a rum worth splurging. There, it, like, it's it not... It's a no-bullshit rum. It is very fucking good. Um, it's it's a very small batch production. It's what I would equate it to probably the Pappy Van Winkle or, like, that level of bourbon in the rum world. Um, they make 300 bottles of this shit. And Specs bought all of it. Wow. So you can really only get this in Texas. <laughs> that um, seems excessive. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. They needed to no, do that. They fell out of it. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, there's such a large Mexican and Caribbean Latin American population here that they, they sell it all. So um, 
if 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 you're willing to buy a rum at that level, that really honestly is the only one I would go with. I wouldn't fuck around with um, some of the higher priced uh, Puerto Rican rums, the Jamaican rums. The, they always toast them way too much. What is the Ron Republic, Ron Zapaca, or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah, Ron Zapaca, uh, Zacapa. Zacapa. Um, it's it, it's so heavily produced so if if you want raw rum that was in the style of puerto rico 30 years ago go dominican don't fuck around um jamaica has their very own style and it's toasted as fuck yeah it's, it's super spice sometimes it, dude, don't it, fuck around with that shit it tastes it'll, it'll make you forget two nights ago <laughs> it tastes like a carnival cruise line that's the no, way i can describe it like it's it, too much and it's, it's true and yeho rum there's only one country that produces it right now um venezuela used to be the the, the kings in the caribbean what world okay of, well, they're not in the Caribbean. Yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> Amongst Caribbean drum, rum drinkers, they were like the kings of producing Añejo rum. Yeah. And they can't export. They're out of money, whatever. Um, I would say at the moment, the Dominicans are probably first, and they get the least respect in the United States. Their rum is so fucking good. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't fuck around. They're like the Scotland. Nah, but, okay. In fairness, it's hard to like go to a liquor store and even get a good rum selection to begin with. It is. Uh, Oklahoma's a little different than Texas, my friend. No, so hold on. You you can, though. Um, I mean, some very... Okay, you're right. But if you recall, when we lived in New York City, if you found a, like a little Mexico or a little Dominican or whatever in your yeah. own town, you'll find these rums. That liquor store will stock it. Because normally it's it's part of a portfolio of someone's big distributorship that no one ever orders, but it sits in their warehouse and they've got like five cases of it. Yeah. Um, so it's not, I, I wouldn't count, uh, like I wouldn't discount the fact that Optimus is, is really difficult to find, but to find good Dominican rum, you should be able to. I mean, Brugal, while it's not the best on the ice. I'll drink the fuck out of Brugal. <laughs> Yeah, but not with, not with ice and water though. Like <laughs> you're gonna mix that shit with Coke, whatever. But if you find it and you mix it with Coke, it will change your life. That is the most unique fucking cocktail you will ever have. Just literally Brugal with Coke. It tastes like a fucking banana, and it sounds weird. Cuba Libre it, with Brugal is fucking up there, man. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, and 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 then if you add a lime with a Cuba Libre, it changes the flavor completely it, again. That, that did melt my mind when I was in the dr. Yeah. of having that i was like wait see so mean all you did was to, to this rum and coke was squeeze a fucking lime in it and it yeah. tastes like this yeah hey mrs brian we need to get limes when we get back to the house also get a fucking biggest bottle of brugal that we could find <laughs> and we did no but still to this day i mean brugal and yeho is the best kept secret <clears throat> on earth for rum because it's it's actually aged five years and they make a shit ton of it um, it's everywhere in the U.S. at the moment. It used to be nowhere, um, and you can have it for seventeen to twenty dollars. So if you're going out buying Bacardi White or uh, fucking Sailor Jerry's or any of that shit, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah, if you're buying that, go fuck your mother. Don't talk yeah. to me. 
It's it's not the same thing. Like no. Brugal and Yeho is such another level of rum drinking. And it introduces you to the fact that rum can be flavorful. It can have all of these qualities that whiskey and bourbon has without having fucking nutmeg and cinnamon added to it. <laughs> those, those, uh, those rums are really the problem, though. That's why they get rum the bad isn't so big in this country is because people think that is what rum is. Right. Yeah. And it's so... To come back to it, when I say on this podcast, I'm having a rum and coke. It's not Jerry's and Coke. It's not fucking it's what I always tell people. Captain Morgan's. Yeah. It's it's a good fucking Dominican rum with some Coke. And that's like, you know, that's that's normally what I do. It's not yeah, I I just man. Yeah. It's take it easy. Calm down, Frank. Rum. Like if you drink black strap rum, right? Have you ever had a good night on Blackstrap Row? <laughs> I've never had Blackstrap molasses in my life where I was I left that drink satisfied. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's it's I don't know that I've ever had it. So no. okay, there's there's a beer uh, made here in Texas and it is like I forget what the fucking name of it is cuz when I bought it I was like, "Oh, this shit's rare. This is going to be good." And I remember I was so pissed. It was so bad and it was made with Blackstrap molasses. Oh. It was like a Blackstrap stout. I was like, hey, this fucking beer is god awful. Fuck molasses. Fuck black strap. And I have had that thought in my mind for the last five years. Uh, you need to bake with molasses. It'll change your oh, life. Okay, molasses in general is different than black strap. Black yeah. strap is fucking gross. I don't know. Well, also cooking with it is very different. And so yes, also yes. The the the, the black strap that I had was when uh, we had the guy from Strontfeld Vineyards come visit us. And Dude, drinking with industry people is always a fucking trip. No, but he, he goes, oh, I'm going to get some black strap. No, he actually, he said, I went, I went to the liquor store and asked the guy, what's the most unique rum you have? And he went to Twin Liquors, which yeah. Twin Liquors has uh, the worst fucking rum selection on earth. Yeah. So the guy goes, oh, we've got this black strap. <laughs> uh, so buys it. He said, "Yeah, it's intense." Uh, the guy goes, "Yeah, don't don't drink too much of it. You'll like forget everything, whatever." And uh, we drank some of that. And by golly, I didn't drink too much, but clearly too much for that. Um, you will forget <laughs> anything that you did based on the black strap. Like it's. <laughs> I, I, Holy shit! You blacked out, dude. No, I didn't black out, but it was like you the next day, I was like, shit. The fuck, man! Like we had three drinks, and I, I, okay. Let me be honest. I didn't make the drinks. Conrad made the drinks. So uh, there was you probably, never. I, I'm gonna be honest, man. You're really taking your life into someone else's hands when you're drinking with a man named Conrad. Oh, but he's a great dude. <laughs> I know he's gonna be a great dude, but what I'm saying is. Life no longer in your control. <laughs> you're no, gonna like. It clearly the, wasn't. It clearly wasn't. You're gonna I like mean, the trip that you go on while I you're on it. I should have known when the man uh, decided that he was going to. It was so hot in Texas. He sprayed himself down with my hose. That sounds right. And then <laughs> took off his flip flops, hung him in the tree, yeah. and was getting ready to make some Mozambican style shrimp. Yum, dude. Yeah, I, well, those are so great. good. They're so fucking good. I know how to make them now. So, like, how do what what makes Mozambican style different than, say, 
scampi. Scampi <laughs> is uh, <laughs> a lot of butter. This is not butter. Right. This is, I'm kidding. You have to just go down there and just do it. They're yeah, fucking I mean, huge all right. too. I mean, all like right, the width get, of your MacBook hold, screaming. Hold on, I gotta. I'm booking my flight to Mozambique right now. I'll be back. I mean, I, mean, I, can, I can give you the rundown here. Please do. That's what what was... you end up doing is you take olive oil, mm-hmm. salt, pepper. Got it. Got you it. Them, okay. Uh-huh. Let them sit. Um, garlic. Whatever, we're, 20, we're, throwing, we're throwing this in a skillet, right? Or in with a pan? Garlic. Yeah, with some garlic. Bones okay. right. Then you toss them in a skillet that's really hot. Okay. And you coat them in paprika and lime juice oh, as okay. you're cooking them. You take them out. You cook them in, coat them in some more lime juice. You've got some Mozambican shrimp, my friend. That's all you do. That sounds way more simple than what I made for you that one time that you had like nine pints of my fucking Saison on tap. You remember that shrimp that I made for you that night? Clearly that not. Cajun shrimp that burned all of our fucking faces off. Yeah. Okay, hold on. So, <laughs> that's the shrimp story. <laughs> this was Brian said. He makes this shrimp, but he always adds too much spice. Uh-huh. And Brian goes, I've got this, but this was after a day of having several beers. Yeah, I had a few. And then made the Cajun shrimp. And God damn it, I could have three of those. And it's not because it was too hot. It was because I knew instantaneously when I ate it, the acid reflux was going to be so bad. Now, let me let me tell you. I would have been sitting the next morning with like literal like bile in my mouth. Now, let me tell you Shit. the rest of the story. Frank <laughs> couldn't stop eating the goddamn shrimp. And he also couldn't stop drinking the goddamn the saison that I had on tap. That was the general Beauregard saison that I had on on tap. That was uh, a good saison. It was though. a goddamn good saison. I was crying eating the shrimp. Frank had had a couple of saisons before he started eating, so he was a little more relaxed and wasn't worried so much apparently about the acid <laughs> reflux. Eat level. But because no, on the opposite story. No, I, I, I was just look. I was like, God damn! I thought this was going to be way too. I thought Frank was going to hate this because Frank actually knows how to cook, and I'm struggling at best at the time. Frank doesn't know how to cook. He just pretends. Frank came. Frank came to my house and goes, "Where is your paella pan?" And I said to myself, oh, "We're fucked. I don't have paella pan." I <laughs> 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 do. We might do. We did the second time because you I found a shallow bottom pan. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and then I ruined that later you, uh, trying to cook Cajun shrimp. Anyway, that's a whole other story. You guys ever watch Bob's Burgers? Fuck yeah. Great fucking show. You know where he goes, I don't know, I randomly said paella. Epstein <laughs> 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 always cracks me fuck up. <laughs> you know what's really <laughs> sad? He blanks on how to make paella when uh, what's her name is like interviewing him. You know what's really sad? Uh, H. John Benjamin, speaking of H. John Benjamin, Archer I think just had its last season. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's been a while. No, not long enough, my friend. Because nah. here's the deal: every every it's other, not <clears throat> it's not the Simpsons. I'm sorry. Archer, Archer hold, ran out when hold, ISIS thing. Hold. There were nine seasons of The Office. The Office could have been cut down to five and a half seasons at best. Absolutely, we can not. all agree. We can all agree on that. No. Listen, when they're giving Kevin storylines, when they're giving Kevin storylines, we've hit hold, our peak. Hold on, though. Hold on. The last three seasons of The Office were as good as the first three. 
All right, there guys. Become, it's buff. not apples to apples. I'm gonna go ahead and play this. There was exit music because the I can't. We have some fantastic episodes. <laughs> Shit, oh man, my get the fuck out of god! Here. One out of fucking nineteen is not a good season. I listen. The the I'm I'm on season nine and it's taken me four weeks to get through season nine. Okay. It's, Wait, so you're not an Office fan, Brian? I'm not an Office season seven, eight, nine fan. No. I'm just not. Anytime Robert California is there, there's like three episodes that I can stomach, and it's like most of them involve him being weird as fuck. And he cracks me the fuck up. It's dude. it's hilarious. Yeah, oh my god! It's hilarious when he's on screen. But think, like, go legitimately go back and watch how often Robert California is a part of a storyline. It's pretty fucking rare. The rest of the time is like it's filled with. Literally, like handwritten jokes that are handed on five by seven flashcards to people on set. And they're like, Angela, you got to deliver this line. And she's like, The senator and I. And I understand that that's a storyline in, in and of itself. Does not make it funny. Does, doth not make it funny. It, it, it just, the sh- that shit annoys me. Also, uh, introducing or reintroducing tertiary characters and giving them storylines. I'm not about it. I use Kevin as an example often as to why season seven, eight, nine are not good. But go back and watch them like with a fresh set of eyes of just looking out for the writing that goes into it. You can tell who wrote for who and like, okay, that's legit. Like Robert California storylines, those are legit. Jim and Pam storylines, okay, they're uh, more robust, not as healthy as seasons one through five or six. But then when it gets to all these other weird characters, you're like, come on, goddammit. Why? What? Brian? Dwight shoots off a fucking pistol in the office and Kathy Bates yells at him. It's hilarious, but why? To what end? What is Brian, happening? You're you're extremely critical. I, I don't disagree. You're mad at the format. I, I don't think I disagree with anything of, that you said. I don't think I like those seasons as much as the ones before them. That's all I'm saying. And like uh, that, that's but like, I still, I'll still watch the shit out of them. I again I, think, I still watch the shit out of them as well. Season nine is a rough one for me to get through. Because, season nine is difficult, but yeah. only in the last like five episodes. Ah, I'm catching it from see episode one. But mm-hmm. I understand. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say my favorite. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll sit on you. That's what you just said. Okay, fuck. My uncle's fucking leghorned it. It's fat, Um. it's fat Mike or whatever the hell it is. Oh my God, Brian, please clip that. (laughs) I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. Um, No, so. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say, sir? When. When you watch the first four seasons of The Office, you think there's no way if Michael leaves this show, it's going to be good. Right? Yeah. Fair? I'm not going to say you're wrong either. Okay. So Michael leaves. Then it actually gets really fucking good. I mean, the episode where they throw the tea party at fucking Andy's parents' house is one of the all-time classics. It is uh, a fantastic fucking episode. Um, and and Dwight hosting the whole thing, reading Jim's book that he bought off Amazon. There was only I, one copy. But I like, see, it's <laughs> where he like, does traditional English tea party garden, like, shit. Makes shit up. I, I Listen, I get all that. I appreciate all that. 
I You just like Michael. No, no. What it is, I don't like Okay, so let's look at the Andy Andy character. Dude, the whole arc. thing is a shtick. It's a shtick. Let's the look whole at the, show. Well, yes, but let's okay, but if you're gonna call it a shtick, you better have some reason behind it because when Michael was on it, it was a true shtick. Like that was like it was slapstick. Michael what that was shit. a very, very, but, very no, true shtick. But everyone the rest else of them had some complexity to it. Okay, so let's look at that complexity. Let's look at that complexity with Andy Bernard, and let's look at the character arc that came in with Andy Bernard. Comes in, he has uh, like some severe uh, delusions of grandeur and what he's capable of and what he can do. Yo, then he grad. goes. Then he go, no Cornell. You fucking sit down, <laughs> asshole. But then he has I like an anger management issue. Comes back. He, he's a bear fucker. He is a different a different uh, person altogether. From the time he comes back from anger management to the time he like like the the, the his character the of before Michael leaves. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, essentially, it's, to the time that he breaks up with. Uh, Angela. Angela. Well, uh, well, he's been cuckolded by Dwight the whole time yeah. with Angela, which is he breaks up with Angela and all of a sudden finds his balls again. No, but but what balls does he find? Because then think about the character. Arc he becomes goes, the boss. So no, but he doesn't balls. though. Remember how many other people were the boss before? Robert California was a boss before him. Understood. And then he then Robert California appoints him because he's second in line. But then he doesn't. He literally does nothing. Does nothing. He sings closing no, Brian, time. Brian. He threw a garden party. But no, he did. And didn't. no one thanked him for being a good boss. But that's what's annoying to me. Ball. It's like there's no there's nothing that makes me want to like Andy Bernard. I love I love the character, not during those seasons. Hilarious. I th- you know what I think his best part was when he went on America So You Can Think You Can Sing or whatever the hell it was, America's next a cappella talent, and he cries on stage. That was my favorite fucking part. <laughs> I'll say okay. I don't think there it's any secret that seasons one through basically when Michael left six are the gold. Yeah. You know, like obviously that is the best part of the office. Whatever comes after that, it's like you just have to accept it for what it is. It's not <sighs> yeah. it's not as good. It's there's de- clearly just like huge plot holes and like why? Why is Andy just suddenly and again, fucking boss material and all that? I totally agree with all of that. But but you can still enjoy. Yeah, I'm not saying, I, and that's the thing. I want to make sure I'm very clear in my criticism. Frank did did say that I'm hypercritical. I'm not as critical. But no, no, no. Think of the shit that I am critical of. The Office season seven through nine. This is the first time we're covering it on this podcast, my friend. I'm I I enjoy it for what it is. And what it is is something that I connected with in a time of my life where I was not a happy in a happy place. So that was the thing oh, that okay. brought me joy. Trump card. But no, it's the truth. And I think that's a lot of what brings people, especially in our generation, to shows like The Office, to shows like uh, Parks and Rec, to shows like Friends, to shows like Seinfeld, to shows like... Well, hold you on, hold name on. it. Friends, not so much. No, Friends, but it is. And yeah. let me explain why it is. There are some people in our generation who rely on that as being the background music and the background noise to the best years of their life, which is what The Office is to us. And I feel like if you acknowledge that for what it is and you appreciate it for what it is, that's perfectly fine. And that's what I try to do. But when I get into a discussion about, hey, office season versus season, it's why I do have a pretty good opinion, or what I think is a pretty good opinion, on which episodes and which seasons are lackluster at best. I will say this, <clears throat> in all honesty, Frank, and I, I 
I, I bend the knee to to the later seasons on this one. When they go to fucking Tallahassee and you get to see Florida Stanley, that is some of the best goddamn content in all of Stanley's storylines. It goes Stanley dribbling the basketball weird, Stanley yelling at Ryan, and then Tallahassee Stanley. Also the Stanley that says every line of going and then shove them up your butts. That's hilarious yeah. too. But Tallahassee, Florida Stanley, tops. It is tops, and that is a late. That is a late storyline involved. I mean, I so, also love the pool party episode. Yeah, where it's just like the night of debauchery. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Where Oscar goes, "I am the god of wine." And <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, Toby. Toby. Yeah, and Jim like drives over Robert California's mailbox to get out of there when everyone takes their clothes off. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking thing. hilarious because everyone's been in that scenario at a goddamn office party that, or any party that you don't want to be a <laughs> part on, of. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about office party or any party you don't want to be a part of that you go in there with the intention of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit them with a couple yeah. of one-liners and then I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Because I don't want to be here. Fast forward forty minutes, Meredith has blocked you in. And she's too drunk to drive. Like <laughs> everybody's been there. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. I I guess I just I enjoy the office wholly for what it is. It's not like I think it's a it's a fairly complete comedic storyline. Like it's not. There's sure some things don't always make sense. But it's a fucking comedy. Even Seinfeld. Uh, no, Seinfeld based itself on a show Didn't about make, nothing. Exactly. Uh, but so, that's 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 what Seinfeld was. It invented the genre of that shit. Uh, like, yes the, the and no. Not about anything. No, of course it's not. About office culture. That's like, what is that? But that was the that was the thing in the early seasons. Everyone could connect with that because everyone had those experiences of like oh, somebody just being a dick. Too. Okay, but you you know what I'm saying. Like you, once you play out that scenario for long enough, then you have to stretch it into other storylines, and then pretty soon you've got Kevin going. I can count how many M and M's are in this jar, and he eats them all. And you're like, I guess that's funny. I don't know what the fuck is happening. And then Kevin <laughs> starts talking in monosyllabic uh, sentences. Me but, want okay, go to store. Back. Kevin, he was not a big plot line. Oh, but that's my point. In season seven, eight, nine, he had a storyline. Why? Fuck have. only knows. Anyway. Well, because he, he was paid. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, well, that's a great point, too. Like, when you talk about st- about shows that have been around a long time, you start having cast and crew becoming, or cast in particular, becoming executive producers in the project. What does that do to the storyline? If you have an executive producer who's going, me want lines in show. Me want to make sure Kevin has lines. Like, okay, cool. I guess Kevin Baumgartner, sure, let's, uh, his fucking chili scene, iconic. Well, I, that's not good enough. We need One of the best scenes in the series. You realize I literally have that as a motivational poster on my, uh, at my desk. That a, says, I almost bought a shirt. That says, that take your. Kevin spilling his beans. My, my poster says, take pride in your work the way Kevin takes pride in his chili. And then underneath it, I says, the key is to undercook the onions. Let everyone get to know each other in the pot. Like, that's <laughs> my fucking motivation every day when I show up to work. I'm like, hey, I want to take as much pride in what I type up every day as the way this dumbass did with his chili. Because it's something like, that's genuine. His shit where he's like, 
I'm not going to tell Angela that Oscar is sleeping with the senator. Like, that. fuck you. Get out of here. Get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. No one needs to, no one cares. Like, I mean, goddamn hate Kevin. Okay, so I understand your, 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 your issues with Kevin being the main interview yeah. later on. Yeah. Brian, you do a great Kevin impression. You is it? do. Okay. He doesn't need to get credit for that shit. Come on. I didn't yeah, know if does. it was good. It wasn't sounding good in my headphones and I think it needs, uh, I, I need some tweaks. It was Brian, it was the best one I've ever heard, but it's the only one I've ever heard. So I don't have a top. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to cut that clip too. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. The office. Brian, you had some topics. I. Uh, yeah. We can cover them later. The one thing that I did want to touch on oh, later, the, though. Later is yeah. different episode. Different episode. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. We're not gonna get because there's some things in here that are a little too deep to hit at an hour seven. Uh. One thing I did want to touch on is gonna. This is honestly gonna be my frank closing bit. So, but uh, Slipknot, the band. Uh, had a new yeah. album that dropped this last week, which is kind of impressive for the way Slipknot performs, that they're still putting out albums 20-something years later. I'm vegan impressed. Uh, so their new album came out. It's good. Not their best, but uh, it's one of the, it's just like all other Slipknot albums. They'll It'll it'll grow on me as time comes. Uh, but one thing that uh, piqued my interest was, as listening to it, I remembered a news article that I read earlier this year where uh, Corey Taylor tweet Corey Taylor is the lead singer of Slipknot. Um, he's the one of one of nine. Great voice, great dude, uh, and uh, fucking hates Donald Trump, so it's great. Uh, Slip <laughs> Corey Taylor tweeted uh, that he blew out his left testicle doing vocal warm ups for his new their newest album, and it turns <laughs> out he was literally pissing blood doing vocal warm ups for the new Slipknot oh. album. When he was doing, they were doing their final recordings. He was trying to make sure he was in the right space to sing, and uh, he literally strained himself so hard that he ruptured a testicle. Singing? How fucking metal is that, bro? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I hate no, the thought of that. It's possible to do yeah. sing. So in the same way that you can like, uh, they invented this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he invented it. I'm not no one did it before it. him. You sure he doesn't have anything else going on? Yeah, no, it's uh, oh. if if you put immense amount of stress on your abdomen, you can rupture muscles in the same way that you can give yourself a hernia. Uh, you can also uh, collapse abdominal muscles onto the veins and uh, like the basically the blood flow to your ball sack. Mm. Uh, there was a Jesus. kid. There was a okay. Listen to this horror story. So there was a kid. He was a kid. See, he was a senior while when I was a sophomore. And we were in the weight room uh, doing uh, rack cleans. So uh, yeah. it's not straight. It's not all the way from the floor. Uh, but you basically go up. You just snatch and uh, press it the rest of the way up. He decided, oh, I'm going to do, when I press it up, I'm going to do a front squat, which is once you have the bar up at your shoulder height, he drops all the way down, does a squat. He was trying to do it with 265 pounds. And when he went down, his body like bent at a weird angle. It was like, um, you know, when you hyperextend your elbow or something like that. Right. He did that with his back, like it was oh. at a. It was so weird. Like he went down, and you know how you keep your back straight in a squat. Uh, his back like kicked back, like his shoulders kicked oh, back past his ass, oh. and and then he drop, he like he drops the weight straight down and falls to the ground. He's like ah. Da, da. Like, he was in severe amounts of pain. So he went to the doctor, and what happened was he had an abdominal wall collapse 
and it was pinching an intestine, but in between the intestine was pinching the like whatever blood flow to his testicles, and his testicles swole up to the size of grapefruits. <laughs> it was fucking terrifying. When I heard that story, I I stopped doing rat cleans. I stopped doing any sort of powerlifting moves. I was like, these are fucking pointless. These are only going to make my balls swell up. This is not Dude, good. what in the fuck did you just tell me, Brian? Yeah. You're, what are you really competing for? Yeah, I'm like, good, oh, bro. You won, I guess. I don't know. Or lost. I don't know. I'm not doing I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> my best spot is gold medal at the Olympics on a podium. And that's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to do that shit for free. Fuck that. <laughs> Like, exactly. What am I, I gonna get gold medal and fifteen grand? Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that Corey Taylor, the uh, 40, 40 flurf year old singer of a goddamn metal band, blew out a nut. Hell yeah, bro. That's so goddamn metal. <laughs> uh, very metal. Very uh, irresponsible. Yeah, I guess. Nah, I he's know. got kids. He's fine. He's got them all I knocked feel out. As he was doing a rack clean while singing. I don't I, know. I, I just don't imagine how you can blow out. Have you heard Corey Taylor sing? Like his warm ups are, yeah. You, know, you warm up, you practice like you play, except in right, whatever insane. metal is fuck. Metal is fuck, bro. Slipknot. Does he still wear a fucking mask? Yeah, you know why they wear masks, right? Yeah, because they have like seven or eight lead singers. No, they only have one. You know why they wear masks though? Oh, bullshit. I, no, it's not. They have nine members, and all nine members are uh, are numbered one through nine. And uh, there's they all play different instruments. They all play different parts in the band. Want to be known in public. More yeah. More more importantly, they there's some members who have stage fright, and other members who have when they started had like jobs that they needed to keep, so they wore mm. masks on stage. And also, also, if you go to a Slipknot show, fucking totally worth it. It's it's so goddamn cool. They so goddamn cool. Speak? Do what? Do they slip your knot, so to speak? that's what i'm gonna do from now on <laughs> do you guys have anything you want to hit us with before we uh we play the actual outro music and close up one thing yes so <sighs> he's thinking of what he wants to hit you right with. it's weird we're getting hit with I'm something about it okay thoughts on quick thoughts really quick Thoughts on uh, Keanu Reeves? Um, I mean, let me adjust my mind. I I really want to know. Okay. I'm not a huge fan. I got to adjust my thoughts back to 2003 when I thought Keanu Reeves was like on to a next level. Uh, He's having a moment right now. Dude, is he though? He's having a moment with people who are not me. I don't He's know. yeah, not with me either, but just in general, Keanu Reeves having a moment right now. He is, but it's unfortunate. Like these people are rediscovering what he did in fucking every movie he's ever done. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Dude. They're just kind of like it's his. It's his. I think it's just the acknowledgement of his career. I mean, he did make things like yes, he was part of pop culture, and this is just kind of like that time right now. You're right, but I mean, he was part of the surf movie, like. Uh, he was in Bill and Ted. I've heard that shit's good as fuck. He was in Encino Man, guys. You ever seen it? Brendan fucking Fraser. Nothing. Can I tell you guys one thing? Nicolas Cage is gonna have this shit too at some point. Dude, Nicolas Cage has always had this shit with me because I've been a a Nicolas Cage fan. 
You're a fucking Are you kidding me? Gone in 60 seconds? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Con Air? You ever heard of it? Like, <laughs> let's look at, let's, okay. I, I feel like Nicolas Cage gets a lot of shit. And rightfully so, because everything that he does, he looks like he is surprised at something. His eyes are so big. Face off, my friends. He was in the movie fucking face face off. Okay. National Treasure Treasure. 1 and 2. Fantastic. The Rock. Never saw it, but I love Sean Connery. Connor. I I used to enjoy Gone in 60 Seconds. Used to enjoy? You still do. That's what that means. I doubt I do. Dude, I rewatched 300 at one point. Hold up. I'm learning something here. He was in a Left Behind movie. You can shut the fuck up. All right. I thought Keanu Reeves would be... Hey, what's the surfing movie that Keanu Reeves was in? Bill and Ted. No. No, it's not Bill and Ted. I'm I'm really into goddamn Keanu Reeves, or uh, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, first off, he was in the Batman movie. The Batman, or the Spider-Man universe movie, sorry. He was uh, Spider-Man noir. So, fuck off. Uh, Sounds it, intense. It is not. The movie was called Point Break. Whatever. If you haven't seen Point Break. All right, let's wrap this shit, Frank. No, we're not <laughs> done with Nicholas Goddamn K. <laughs> but if you haven't seen Point Break, it's the most ridiculous shit on earth. Eight millimeter. Ever heard of it? Thank you. Bad Lieutenant was actually a remake of a fucking better movie, but he still made it. Don't know why. He was in Kick Ass. Obvi. Okay. Okay. Nicholas Cage also wow, holds a kick ass. Really, you enjoyed that one? No, that was a good one. It was a good one. Thank you. Nicholas Cage did have a few movies, but he also wasn't like the fucking centerpiece of Kick Ass. No, I mean, Brian, what are you gonna do here? What's up, Brian? What? Have you ever? I mean, you're a big cook, right? I don't like where this is going. God. <laughs> Fine, I'll play along with you, Frank. Yeah, I'm a big cook. Let's say. Have to agree with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cook. I cook every night for my have family. You ever, have you ever seared a steak like really well on the grill? Because I know you've got a fucking propane blaster oven out I do. there on the patio. Yeah. yeah, I have. I have been known to do that. Do you do that normally? Do you do you cast iron pan straight on the grill? Straight on the grill. Okay. When you do that, are you normally starting this with a um, a steak that's fucking room temperature. Yeah, somewhat. It's been sitting out for a little while. Yeah, do you do the rosemary basting afterwards, or do you throw it in the oven? No, I just let it grill. I no, well, I mean, do you finish it, Villem? You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I don't. Honestly, I don't finish it. What? What are you talking about? When you finish a steak in the oven? No, no. You you start in the oven. You finish it in the pan. Oh, you normally finish it in the pan. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. No, I because I normally do the the grill to pan to oven method. Um, but if you finish it, I guess if you start in the oven, do you ever face the the, the issue where you're trying to open the oven 180 degrees, but it's facing the wall? Hmm. No. Ah. My favorite was the answer. No. You try to open the oven. I don't know. I was. I, I don't it's a so. it's a spatial angular joke. I believe that's what Frank was going for. 
<laughs> is that it? Let's play the music now. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm just gonna. I, Frank, that was that was so deep in the dad joke realm that no one even saw it. No one even okay. knew what was happening. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this a wonderful edition of Nobody Left Behind. Please, 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 please leave us an iTunes review, uh, both star rating and then the review. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Nobody Left Cast and uh, send me some send me some screen caps of said review, and uh, we'll know if you're following us on Instagram, uh, so you can be entered to win part of Frank's shoe extravaganza that uh, he's putting on for us. Listen, it's one pair. One it's pair. One pair. One pair. But one honestly, pair. honestly, that's a legit giveaway, Frank. I think more people need to understand the, the ramifications. That doesn't like bullshit, okay? So, yeah. Frank is a very fanciful man. He doesn't, he doesn't kick no, around. No, there's, the, there's heat in that closet. There's heat in that closet. That's not cops and that's not shit, okay? He's got legit good shoes. <laughs> anyway, thank you all thank you all for listening uh until next time for brian in north texas i'm out for villain in tulsa thanks for listening later yeah um totally fucked up the dad joke brian for frank in far 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 north san marcus i'm out Beep.